I'm turning down Bob. Then the chat can't hear me, and then we gotta do it again. And then April's no, like, can, there's no sound. You can tell it's loud. Like, it, there's the background static is loud. Bob has loud static. A little static. bit. Uh, is Scott on tonight? Is who on what? Scott. Scott. Canadian, but yay, hi. <laughs> uh, no. He can't be on tonight because he has play practice. That's and right. he won't be home until 8 o'clock his time, which will be middle of the night. Hour after we're done. Yeah, we're done. Okay. I was going to say, because we're going to talk about the aura. It's been kind of fun to get him to come on and talk about his character. But we can do that some other time, since he won't be until episode two. Yeah. Okay, I'm ready to go. All right. What, what are we talking about tonight? Oh, we got we got well, so much have... to talk about. This is outrageous. We're, and we're welcoming the live stream. Or I always feel... Whenever I say we live stream, you do. It's when I'm using usually saying the word stream is, is when we let the live stream on. We're the just morning got... stream. Awkward. Every cat in the house just jumped on me. Did anyone else notice that? I put up um, just a few moments ago on Facebook. I don't know how I found this. Someone liked it on Facebook. It's this cat. That no one would adopt. It was the runt of a litter. Little bub. Little bub. It is the cutest cat in the world. It literally, it looks mentally handicapped. It's got buggy eyes and its tongue rolls out of its mouth because it yeah, doesn't have it, any it, teeth. It always has its tongue and out it of its mouth. It's like feet are too short and it's got extra toes and like it can't walk right. And it's a, it's the cutest cat in the world. I want the cat. You, know, kind of awkward. you don't need another cat. No, no and it's don't. also not up for adoption. Well, no, yes, it's, it's, it, it, it's loved very much. It's like it's a celebrity. Very much loved. In fact, I have, including Ryan, at least five friends who have liked it on Facebook. Yeah. So it is he. It's it's actually the cat has over one million likes. It does, Aww. and the thing I know it's about it is on Twitter, the cat is verified. Like Michael wow. Dorn took two years. Wharf on Star Trek, two years to get verified. Little Bub verified. Mm. Good for little bub. Yes, that's all I little can say. Little bub. Oh, and it's I'd a like, cute, very cute. And name. I would like to shout out to someone else here as well. Um, a friend of mine recently put up a picture of uh, the cast of Next Generation plus Bill Shatner, who's just randomly in the middle and looks confused, uh, just taking a selfie. And there's this random guy in the background who is actually mm-hmm. at the center of the picture, who completely photobombed the entire thing. I just want to dedicate tonight's episode to that guy. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, who is okay. that guy? It's no guy. one. He's absolutely no one. Like, like, Worf again, couldn't get verified on Twitter. You can see, like, like half of the side of one of his cheeks, like, to, oh, to the right yeah. there. Yeah, He's but, not even in the picture. Not even in the picture. Worf. Big guy. Can't get in the picture. Worf. Photoshop guy. a good guy. I, I know people that know him, and they say he's very nice. He wants to have a uh, Captain Worf show. Now, we've only done 11 seasons of Star Trek. Worf is the most frequently <laughs> seen character in any incarnation of Star Trek. He, he actually said this. I don't think you've scratched the surface of the character. 11 seasons. <laughs> well, yeah, it might be fun. Yeah, it looks you like someone's looking know. for jobs. Know who else used to do that before? You know how, like, Betty White had that resurgence? George Takei is, I think, I feel as though he's, like, had a resurgence, like, on Facebook and Twitter and stuff. He's mm-hmm. becoming more of, like, a Will Wheaton kind of social media. Um, he tried to push a Captain Sulu series, and he wanted it to be him and Walter Koenig do a series. And the only one who really, like, was working on this behind the scenes was George Takei. And he made it seem like he had this vast movement behind him. It was, like, him and, like, Walter Koenig and, like, the guy who lived next door and the kid from down the street. Like, that was it. But it was this hysterical thing. He pushed this for, like, 11 years. Hmm. This grassroots yeah. effort run by himself and yes. no one else. Yes. Yes. Well, you, if you know, support yourself and who is. Yes. I think uh, Betty White was the communications officer on the ship and then she well, came back. I would back. have loved to have seen that. They they did, he did one, well, you can tell he doesn't have that much time. He did two of the fan films. He did two Star Trek fan films. That's it. He did. Oh, well. 
You know, it'd be a great thing to do right now. You want to start the show? You want to start the show? Let's start the show. All right. Okay, let's do this thing. All right, and now let's start this week's episode of Point of View Weekly. Live from the Potterfic Weekly Studios, which may or may not look anything like Fargo, North Dakota, it's the morning show that really isn't Point of View Weekly. Stress that it took us 22 minutes to get to the intro. Where's Bob? Bob! If you call me Bobo, I swear. Sue is incredibly loud. I'm sorry. I will try to be quiet. She sounds like a phone She's going like, to have to whisper. She does. She's like a 900 number. Thank you, Ryan. I smell real nice, actually, right now. How is it possible you married me and not Bob? He loves scripts. Well, I'm sorry, but I think Bob has some good ideas for keeping us on track. <sighs> Wake up and smell the freshly brewed coffee. Oh my gosh, now I'm stressed out. <laughs> Listen to the sound of Ryan screaming like a little girl. This is Point of View Weekly. I came home and I had to get our lunches ready for tomorrow and our breakfast. We've got dead air. Oh, by the way, I can't cook. I I was not. I was looking at cutting the cord and burning dinner. You burnt dinner? I did. Wake up and smell the donuts, everybody. Welcome to Potter View. See, I did it again, even though I wrote it down. I wrote it down. Why were you doing bombs? I'm so sorry, Be your own woman. Wake up and smell the... <laughs> hey everyone, and wait, that's the old introduction. Let's try that again. I'm sorry that was season 2A, Bob. Oatmeal was my favorite breakfast treat, but I couldn't say oatmeal, so I called it Oatmo. Wake up and smell the Oatmo. Oh, smell the Oatmo. Wake up and smell the bacon, everybody. Wake up and smell the bacon and eggs, Boobwainian. You are just a constant presence, dear. Aw, not in the poltergeist kind of way. No, not in the poltergeist kind of way. Five, we all watched Jen finally die. Y'all called me and it was so darn but it was Jim, what are you I doing? I had a splinter in my fist and I was looking for my tweezers. <laughs> Dumping everything she owns on the floor. Wait, are we, oh wait, you guys actually got quiet. I wasn't expecting you to actually get quiet. <laughs> Bob, we're on a time limit. Bob's getting very grumpy. Don't be grumpy. I, I'm not grumpy at all. I am drinking. Oh. I wish that I was. This would be a fun party. You only get vanilla ice cream? I do. Not I even a topping? God, this explains so much. Well, I got two points. How much did everyone else get? I got three. I got one. I got a How do you confuse necrophilia and narcolepsy? They similar. They start with N? Yeah. Good letter thoughts, guys. Here it goes. Is an article of clothing something that you can wear on your body? Yes. Then I say condom. I say if Bob can say right here emphatically he's worn one outside the house just as he goes about his business. Challenge accepted. <laughs> Ray just says, nope, sorry, Bob. Dang it, Ray. thought you'd have my back. It doesn't even have the front. <laughs> it's fracking cold here. Right, I feel as though maybe you should be writing down the setup because every week we do this, you're like, now how do I do this again? Rachel can hear. April cannot. April's always been a little picky, has she not? Oh, Bob's oh, no. slowing down! Oh, He's slowing down! We have everyone watching it at the exact same time. It's a ginormous file! This is awesome. It's like Blu-ray quality! It's like one-tenth speed bothering his buns. This is exceptional. You know, I'm turning 30 this year, and I'm not getting any older. People that had no interest in being my friend. Really? I need my you can see person. out of his one good eye, he might make it. Are you confusing the owl with the prickly Wizard? Oh, I thought you were talking about the McGorgasm thing that Bobby <laughs> had one time. The McGorgasm? That's hilarious. It's harder to say than Mayoral. That's so wicked funny. It's <laughs> the only thing I haven't been able to figure out. Oh, we'll get work on that right after the McGangbang. C-O-M-E-J. 
Bob is a poop man. Oh, I gave the episode. I want to go last. We want to smell this week. This is what I love. He's desperate to start the show, and he hasn't yet thought of what we're going to smell. I, like. I usually can think of it on the fly. I get, I get the intro I, all put in because uh-huh. he says, "Okay, let's start the show," and I'm like, "Okay, cool." So I and I give you I put a space in there. I put the intro. Yeah, in you do all this like, work, all this work, hmm. and then he talks for five more minutes, and then I got to go back to the intro, cut off the last <laughs> five seconds, move it up. You tell him, sister. So that it's, it's like Lucy in the football, together. but she does it every I time. Know, I, I still haven't figured out what we're talking about this week, so I can't figure out what we're smelling this week. I think we should smell Uh-oh. the... Smell the dinosaur. Dinosaur. There you go. I don't well, know what that is, that that's probably Doctor a spoiler Who. for Doctor Who. <laughs> but hey. You okay. could smell... Ooh. I'm just gonna How about you random. smell like Market Basket because somebody finally bought it? Yeah, but they, Yay! They don't know what that is. Sue content! Sue, Sue told me! Because we talked about it, but. Sue content? Okay. My garden lady, Annie. Yes, Annie the garden lady! Annie the garden lady. Woohoo, Annie! Annie, um, news. I had a great idea, Bob, but it, it flew out of my head when I wasn't. It's okay. About, I'm just gonna. How I, about the vegetable burritos? Because that's what I've been, been working on for the last hour and a half. Oh, I, I just decided I was gonna do what I was gonna do for breakfast, lay for breakfast, okay. which was delicious. So okay. right. I guess we you could do, do both. whatever you'd like, whatever you want, okay. Bob. All right, Sue, do me a favor, edit all of this out, which I know you won't. In fact, you'll go ahead and put an editor thing, like going ha ha ha. <laughs> That's the best I can do. No, I'm not going to. What I usually do in this situation is I edit out Bob saying edit this out. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then uh, just leave yeah. it. Yeah. It's easier. I need, yeah. to start, I need to start editing the episodes. Mm-hmm. All right. Here we go. Oh, God, I'm rolling down. He's rolling down. We had everyone watching every second. It's an enormous file. It's an office. It's like Blu-ray quality. It's like one Gen 3 bothering his buzz. This is exceptional. You know, I'm turning 30 this year, and I'm not getting any older. Please don't have no interest in being my friend. Really? I mean, my old friend. Yeah, this one good eye, he might make it. Are you confusing the owl with the prickly wizard? But I thought you were talking about the necklace orgasm thing that... Wake up and smell the banana nut muffins, Boobwanians. This is Point of View Weekly, the morning show yet not really morning show, a part of the Potterfic Weekly family of podcasts. I'm your host, Bob, and joining us is the usual crowd, starting off with my good friend, Ryan. Ryan, how are you doing today? Desperately trying to think of a witty comeback, Bob. Uh, got you this time. You do. Also, we have Danielle joining us at the table of awesome. Danielle, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm good, Bob. And I'm giving my husband the death glare because I don't want a fourth cat. Oh, God. <laughs> well, he's you taken. Are, you guys are already ca- waiting. Thank God he's taken. You Otherwise, I'd show up and I'd have a drooling cat with its tongue oh, constantly. Oh, he's so cute. <laughs> uh, and then finally, finally, in the producer's booth is our every, ever lovely... Ever, 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 <laughs> it's ever Sue! Sir Sue. Sue, how are you? I'm pretty good. I was so excited to sleep in my own bed last night, and I wasn't comfortable. I was very sad. Yeah, why was that, Sue? Why did I get to sleep in my own bed, or why wasn't I comfortable? Why were you not comfortable in your own bed? I have no idea. I think four weeks in somebody else's bed has spoiled me for my waterbed. Oh, no. This could be like a very X-rated episode, depending on how we choose to edit this. Could it not? I, that's true. true, but 
if people have actually been listening to us, they know that I have not been at home, that I've been watching a friend's dogs. Well, people, so. yes. people can't listen to every episode. There's so many. You have to listen to like every fourth. Isn't that the thing? Every Just fourth. To... Well, you know, I could have a mystery man. I'm listening to a Snape Hermione fic right now. Oh, and dear. she's telling everybody how in love she is with this mystery man and nobody can figure out it's Snape. So... Well, there might be something I'm not telling you. Does like the smell of the hair not give it away, or is it just? She's dropped a whole lot of hints, and nobody's smart except George. George figured it out. Oh, was that like that fic we covered where Hermione was the news reporter woman, and I couldn't figure it out, even though she liked going to the library and hated pink? Possibly. Yeah, sometimes those yeah. things are harder to, to to figure out. Why are we watching Herbie walking away? He's going to the back. He's going to the litter box. I I love watching you feed your cat and danielle i just have to say that you are an incredibly patient woman why (laughs) she married me five years ago this october well yeah that's one of the reasons right there and the other one is just watching you put a scoop in to the other (laughs) an hour ago he did it he grabbed onto the bowl he grabbed he he grabbed onto the bowl that's because i'm determined to thwart him Mm-hmm. Um, I'm determined to be Alpha Cat because I don't think this little eight pound rugrat should be ruling my life. Um, no, we, but yeah, it was pretty funny because we um, had a story that actually... Richard was like, "Wait a minute, why didn't I think of doing that?" I'm like, "Because clearly you do not have a cat." We had a very graphic story. It's al- it's almost too graphic for for Point of View Weekly, what? so I'm going to censor the story. Now, Richard, uh, Lonely Riddle from the forum showed up. I don't know why I still call him that. He hasn't been Lonely uh, he Riddle, hasn't been like lonely seven riddle years. in forever. If, if you've recently come out of a coma and you're like Phil or you know who was one of the beginning people, I can't remember the beginning people. That's like calling me Spellcat. Underscore Robert. That's yes, Robert from Spellcast is very dated. The voice is the same. That was weird. Well, um, of course it is. He came to stay with us for for the weekend, and we're all sitting on the couch watching TV. And at this moment, I kind of look over at them, and I'm like, <laughs> and I look at Danielle, and I and I I inhale, and I smell roses, and I go back to Richard, and I'm like, <laughs> it's like you don't want to ask the guy staying with you why he smells so bad but there was a definite stench permeating from the direction of richard i'm like well this is awkward so i'm like how long can i stay here before i pass out well what had in fact happened was directly on the other side of richard was the cat and the cat uh when using the litter box gets so excited at life he just runs out while still before he's done you know if, if he were human, it's, he'd be halfway through the sports section. It's kind and like, of gross. And things get stuck. So on the other side of Richard, you now we've been trying to put ourselves off as like, look how much of a stable couple we are. We go out for breakfast and we rake things and oh, let's get a When do we plant. rake anything? I, I frequently rake. You know, and we do these things. We never rake the leaves. I, I sometimes rake, rake the leaves. At my house. I do not rake the leaves. So on the other side of Richard is the cat with a um something stuck to the cat. And he's um, licking it off himself and we're like oh my god we run over we grab the cat and she's chasing the cat and it's a roll of paper towels and I'm trying to stop him and I'm running back for him and Richard's like what the hell just happened <laughs> and I'm like grab him grab him you grab him grab him it's this entire it was this horrifying thing so that's what happens when we have guests over the house well he found it hysterical oh Richard did I'm it. sure Richard did he did he enjoyed it he was just in the other room laughing hysterically like every time I was like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> just like, ah, ah. 
It was pretty terrible, though. Can someone wake up Bob? I think he's lost consciousness. I'm totally sure. awake. Oh, thank God. Cause he's was... just not finding you very amusing. I'm not finding me very amusing. I said nothing to add to the conversation. Uh, well, there's, Sorry. Very, there's very little to add to that conversation. I know. I was like, well, that one time when my cat pooped all over the place. Yeah. No, that so, needless, needless to say, we've... Um, we bought a lot of pumpkin. We started that. getting some food that had pumpkin in it because... It's actually called Funk in the Trunk. Yeah, it's very appropriate <laughs> because he seems to need a little bit of help. You know? Yeah. So yeah. Sounds like. Yes. But so far, so good. So yes. since then. So we have that. My yeah. friend, this is this is exactly what you need to do with Irby. My friend has a new kitten, and it's a Persian, so it's very mm-hmm. fluffy. Very fluffy. And she's done some research and has found out that. <laughs> that raw a raw diet for cats is much better so she has she gets these pre-made pellets that are made out of raw food and alex has just joined us and is rubbing on the computer so that's the noise you're hearing i miss you buddy danielle misses you you little devil i know and then she gets this blood meat bone mixture that she puts in ice cube trays and freezes and then she thaws out an ice cube uh every day or so and that's what she feeds the kitten and he she she it's a girl kitten absolutely adores it but she says then she has to put probiotics in the food to make sure that there's not little stickies to the kitten after she's used the litter box too because right. that would be disgusting. you know how in every tv show about like a like a news show or like some type of like media broadcast there's always like the guy like the miles silverberg guy mm-hmm. who talks to the network and he crunches the numbers because everyone else is bored by that or doesn't care or whatever i have to feel like in our in our group here that's bob and he's just looking at the numbers as we've been talking about poop for now six minutes mm-hmm. like oh my god we're losing the west yeah, <laughs> no, I, I really don't. I have given up on on, on listener numbers on this <laughs> podcast ages ago. It's funny. I uh, I was at my friend Lucas's oh my house. Yes. Um, not to complete it, direct the conversation. Oh, please do direct the conversation. Please um, do. The house. I actually used to live with Lucas and my brother because the house is my friend is Lucas and my brothers. Anyway, his new roommate has decided to get into podcasting with his friends, ah. and so like he's been constantly like asking me like they, like how to do sound stuff and how to work things and suggestions on stuff and how is this show going i have to listen to it yeah and um it's funny it's like and he's like yeah we have like a hundred like consistent listeners (laughs) and he's like how about your current show how many do you guys have and i'm like well the live show has usually about five well, the funny yeah. thing is, this is the thing, because yeah. Danielle... But if you look at our downloads... No, yeah, that's the thing. That's yeah. the thing, because, you know, the podcast has been around for seven years. Like, a lot of the Perfect Weekly episodes have thousands of, of downloads, and a lot of people download them once and listen to them multiple times. A lot of people download them every time they listen to them, so it's a little off, and then spam bots right. and everything. Right. But you can usually tell from every episode. Like, there's that one from the Little Miss Snape series that got, like, five million hits, so we're, mm-hmm. we're throwing that one out as an outlier. But usually a lot of, like, I think our most listened to podcast were actually Pofo Exchange episodes and they had you know several thousand downloads but you know Danielle is used to coming and, and listening and you know doing the live stream and then you know forgetting about the podcast for a week so she's used to looking at the live stream and the live stream yeah we've had as many as like 20 people in there sometimes we have 10 sometimes Ooh, 5 too yeah, yeah like, but that's you know for whatever evening that's for us that's pretty good danielle's been going this whole time you know assuming we have about five listeners to the podcast she's like how many times do the episodes get downloaded i'm like i don't know over a hundred what <laughs> i thought there were like five 
people listening to this. She didn't realize there was another 95 of you in the car. No, oh. yeah, there's definitely a lot more than that. Yeah. Yeah, I just remember back in the, the Potter days, numbers were so much larger. Actually, okay. they yeah. they actually, well, in the Potter days, yeah, but for, um, especially for, like, um, Potterfic Weekly, they kind of weren't. They were pretty much the same, but it's over time, people just go back and listen and find them. I had a guy the other day send me an email saying he just discovered Potterfic Weekly and he's starting from the beginning. <laughs> I wrote back, I'm like, see, I'll, like, see in four years when you catch up. Like, Yeah, I always remember, and I'm not saying We this, average about 150. Face, but... Sorry, Bob. No, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, what I was just going to say was like, not, not to be like a neener, neener, neener or a bragger sort of thing but i remember spellcast always pulled significantly larger numbers and for potterfic weekly but i was always so super jealous of you guys because like i always used to talk about how like potterfic weekly is like a committed like mm-hmm. marriage relationship right while spellcast was like a one night stand because like everyone would download it and listen to it because you get to listen to the awesome fan fiction reading but then no one would stick around for any of the community yeah. crap mm. we had like no community listenership but no community we were kind of like yeah. firefly we're small in number but yeah. so like that's why i was like well i'm gonna go hang out with the the uh, Puvoinians now because you know they actually talk to the people who make the show so but yeah it's, how do we, we get to talking about podcasting numbers i have no earthly idea because well, you were talking about your oh that's right i was talking about my friend who's starting out new pod i actually really like their format um i think that we may want to steal it from time to time when we don't have any sort of uh podcasting topics to talk about well it never happens yeah i know that no we we never have problems never had problems it just never happened as bob asks us at the beginning of this before we go live what are we talking about tonight (laughs) (laughs) we got stuff well the thing that kills me is bob was the one who especially requested that we be here because he had topics he wished to discuss did we you did i have it in writing dude well i have it i have it in writing from sue because you wanted to talk about what we're doing next tuesday yes see you next tuesday bob Oh, I don't remember that, but I guess I was wrong. Oh well. No, I thought you guys were going to be talking at least about Doctor Who. We're going to try because you haven't seen it, but we we would like to talk about that. Now you've gotten up to. I don't mind being spoiled. Where did you stop? Season seven, like in a half, or did you even start seven? Claire's just becoming a companion. So you saw like the Christmas Mm. special. Maybe. Why did you stop? Christmas special was the one with, um, oh, what's the damn guy's name? I remember, like, the episode about the Wi-Fi taking over. Okay, so you saw the first Clara episode. The the Christmas special was the one with Thomas Thomas, the the GPS kid. I love Thomas Thomas. It's this, like, little boy in Victorian England who, like, gives him directions. He's like, how do I get here? Uh, What is it, um, Strax, the little soul tiring guy? Yep. He gives him directions. He's like, go 0.7 kilometers down the road, turn left, and, and the first roundabout turn right. He's like, what's your name? Thomas Thomas, sir. It's Tom Tom. So he gives him directions. She's also, uh, Clara's also in that episode, right? Yeah, Clara's yeah. in that one. Well, Clara was in the, it's one of the cooler things is that they, um, because they screen the episodes early, Clara was announced to be in the season seven uh, Christmas special in the middle of the season. Because I think there were actually two Christmas specials for season seven. So the one in the middle of the season was um, going to be the debut of Clara after uh, Amy and Rory had left the show. And they mm-hmm. snuck her into the first episode of season mm-hmm. seven. And people screened it, and no one leaked that she was in it. So it was complete surprise. No one tweeted, no one anything. So I thought that was really cool that they got away with that. And they did something else, too. The last episode of Season 7, they accidentally sent the DVDs out a week early, and they're like, please no one watch it. I don't think people listened that time, but they didn't spoil it the first time. So, all right, so we just got the first episode of Season 8 of Doctor Who. So you're probably seven episodes. All right, tell you what. Why don't we... 
the deal with Clara's story is that when you meet her, there's obviously a mystery about Clara. Clara's mm-hmm. storyline is, um, oh God, what the hell do they call her? Something, the Impossible the Girl. Impossible, the Impossible Girl. I'm thinking the Mysterious Girl for a second. I'm like, that's not right. So Clara's the Impossible Girl because of how we first meet her. Who is she? Where does she come from? What's her story? That storyline is pretty much wrapped up by the end of season seven. Mm-hmm. So then you go into a couple, you go into the Christmas special and you go into the 50th anniversary special and now it's Clara just as a person. And it was a little awkward because you start her essentially as a plot device and I think they wrote her very unevenly mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. in one episode she's, you know, the doctor's trying to impress her with a TARDIS and she's not impressed. Then in the next episode she's super impressed. So it was kind of bounced around a little bit. I think that she's just probably one of my favorite companions only because I love Jenna Coleman. Yeah, I, I really like Jenna Coleman. Yeah, I really like Jenna Coleman. I have a hard time criticizing her based on what could have been better writing because mm-hmm. it's not it's not her fault. Yeah, not I her mean, fault. I know that sounds silly because like basically the writers are, just, you know, they are hashing out her character, but um, I don't know. I always, I liked her right from the start when she was the Dalek. Right, back in um, early season seven. Yeah, like I, I loved her. I really liked the actress, and I think she had really great chemistry with Matt Smith. Yeah. Um, well, she, Matt Smith, had that ability to talk faster than me. Yeah. I think that but she and Peter have really good chemistry. I agree. I think I they have a completely think... different chemistry, but I definitely think mm-hmm. it's there. Well, I just want to say one, this is one thought I have on her, and you now that Bob's caught up, he'll, he'll get this too. Like, remember the story I told you a couple of weeks ago at my college graduation? I had to follow the kid up on the stage who came back from the dead. Like, that's an unfortunate position to be in when you're walking on the stage and no one's listening because everyone. I have to feel like Billy Piper's character in Rose was so popular, for reasons passing understanding, that when um, Freema Ajaman came on, Mm -hmm. she was so overshadowed by Rose. And then she was so overshadowed by Donna Noble, who followed her, that she kind of got the shaft. I thought she was a great character, but I feel as though she came between two fan favorites so it's like she was almost like like the interim pope kind of she just mm-hmm. was either in the middle and i feel like amy pond and rory were so popular right that anyone following her just you can't do it and i'll try and walk you know gingerly around this for bob who hasn't seen it yet um the 11th doctor you can spoil i don't care okay the 11th doctor regenerates in the second christmas special in season seven and right. Clara is the companion at the time, so Clara is with him when he is regenerating, and the entire focus of the scene is on the Doctor and Amy Pond, who has left the show. So I feel like that... All, that yeah, she it, gets ripped off as a character. It's, yeah, they, they wanted to, to bring the Doctor to, to a close with Amy Pond, and it's like Clara is just standing there. And it's it's kind of like, even now, <laughs> she can't have the... So it's kind of like someone on their deathbed, and then like their wife is with them. But then he talk. But then he's like, everyone's talking about he's daydreaming about his ex girlfriend. He sees the ex girlfriend in the room, who's yeah. not there, but he sees her, and he's he's like hugging, reaching out, and hugging thin air because you know that's literally the scene. That's he, awkward. That's, that's literally bad. the scene. That's literally the scene, and they actually got Karen Gillan in the episode. So literally, you see Karen Gillan. You know, is the is the dream image that's not really there, but it's. Um, and, and then when they, when they discuss the episode, no mm-hmm. one's talking about the doctor. No one's regenerating. Mm-hmm. No one's talking about Peter Capaldi. And it's actually Capaldi we found out. It's not Capaldi. You know, Peter mm-hmm. Capaldi does his little 30 second intro as, as the 12th doctor. All anyone's talking about is, Oh my God, did you see that Karen Gillum was back on Doctor Who for like four seconds? 
seconds. <laughs> like, like even then, everyone just wanted to talk about Karen Gillan because she's so popular. So I, I, I have to feel like, you know, with inconsistent writing and with the fact that she just followed two companions who I felt were on the show way longer than they were needed. They were on for two and a half seasons. I mean, I have to feel like Jenna Coleman is incredibly talented. I love her character, but I have to feel like she's just unfortunately getting the shaft. And now you have a new doctor and I have to feel like she works a little bit better with Smith than with Capaldi, mm-hmm. even though we've only seen them once. It's, I don't know. I have to feel, I, unfortunately, I feel like Clara got the shaft a little bit. It is one of Yeah, well, there's still time. I yeah, mean. yeah I, I have heard other people talking about it, and they think that she has a much better, um, that she was, she didn't have a good chemistry with Matt, and that she's got a much better one with Peter. So it'll be interesting to see where it goes. Well, the, I don't follow the behind-the-scenes stuff. I knew nothing about this episode before it came out. Um, I, I think I knew that there was going to be a phone call, but I didn't know if it was definitely going to happen um, because they incorporate Matt Smith one more time into the episode. Um, the big like the, there was ru- there's rumors that Gem- Jenna Coleman will be leaving the series shortly, um, and she'll have been on it for you know a year and a half, even though you know with big spaces in the middle and there's some there's i know there's rumors that peter capaldi is standing up to moffat he's vocal about what he wants to see in the character and that moffat's respecting that and there's rumors that karen gillen doesn't feel now i'm doing it jenna coleman like she was having a better time working with matt smith who was her age than peter capaldi who's twice her age and whether they make it very prominent in the episode, I'm not your boyfriend. Whereas mm-hmm. Matt Smith had, a, I think, a, a little piece of Jen her. died. A little piece of Jen when died. That yeah. Oh, and I, and I, and I got, or maybe a big piece. I don't know because I was like, yep, that's gonna be the nail in the coffin for Jen. On so this I, season. I don't know if there's behind the scenes stuff, kind of making Jenna feel like this is the right time, or maybe it's all <laughs> shit or whatever. But I gotta just say this. I gotta say this real fast for the audience. Now, every three weeks, Jen and I have a fight over something. And we're like brother and sister. So this is just a constant, constant thing. And Danielle will tell anyone this. If I get fired up by like an asshole on Facebook making comments, if I get pissed off by something, I look at my computer and my hands kind of like curl up and I just type and type and type. And I have like a snarl yeah, on my face. Furious. And like, can't I don't even, can't even talk. To it can be my 50th wedding anniversary. I'll be right with you. I just have to get one. Yeah, it's annoying back. actually. Yeah. So Jen and I were having our weekly fight and I'm like, I'm going upstairs and I'm going to have it out with Jen. And Danielle's like, okay. So I grab my computer and I march up the stairs and I slam the door shut and I'm typing. So Danielle comes up half an hour later and I'm sitting there and eyes are like bloodshot and like I've blinked in half an hour and I'm just sitting there and I'm typing with two fingers and I'm like typing onto the thing. And she's like, oh my God, are you still fighting with Jen? I'm like, no, that ended after 30 seconds. We're debating Capaldi. <laughs> Oh dear! I was oh, I don't know. I was surprised she had already watched it. I figured she'd be like, eh. well, she's gonna. I mean, it wasn't as horrible of a review as I expected from. She didn't like it, but it wasn't as horrible of a review as I had been expecting from Jen. Well, the review I got from you was, I don't think I like him, or I'm not liking him very much, or something like that. And then mid episode, by the end of it, you were like, he kind of grew on me. Mid episode, no, I literally. There's a point in the episode where. Clara and the doctor are in a very dangerous place. Mm-hmm. And Clara 
and the doctor gets separated. He's on one side of the door. She's on the other. She has the sonic screwdriver. I think she has the sonic no, screwdriver. No, she does no, no, not. no, no. She, she doesn't. wants the sonic screwdriver, and he won't give it to her. No, or does he take it back from her? What are you no. talking about? With the door? With the door. He has it. He has it. He won't she, finish opening he shut, the door. He shuts the door yeah. with it. He shuts yeah. the door with it. So he there's a scene. Her on the he other locks side. her on the bad side. Yes, he locks he her on the bad side and says, there's no sense in both of us getting killed and leaves and she's standing there and she escapes on her own unsuccessfully and you can tell she's just you know completely shell-shocked that the 11th doctor is gone and that this person whoever this is left her and she faces down against the bad guy and she uses awesome logic she applies to this bad guy who in this episode is a robotic organ harvester. And she decides, I have experience. Very slimy. Doesn't make any facial expressions to its word. Decides, I'm going to use awesome, um, you know, logic because I have a lot of experience with robotic um, organ harvesters as I was a middle school teacher. Mm-hmm. So I have experience. Yeah, that part was so, but she faced, she does a wonderful job mm-hmm. debating him because he opens with a threat that he'll never follow through with. So she, you know, says, fine, do it then. And then he backs off the threat. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, your, your threats are getting smaller. You overplayed yep. your hand. And she debates him. And then it, she's like, if I know the doctor, he'll be here. And she puts her hand behind her and the doctor's there. And he makes a comment along the lines of, she's five foot one and sobbing, you, sir, are greatly out of your depth. Like, he he knew she could do it, and he left so he could come back and do whatever he had to do. So, I'm talking to Sue the minute he locked her in there. I'm like, I don't like him. Then he came back and did the thing. I'm like, I now like him again. Well, but this is the whole point. It was to be a completely different doctor. And stop annoyingly looking around the I screen am. I'm to looking see at what I'm screen. doing. I'm, I'm hitting download. I'm, I'm paying attention. Okay. I'm hitting download <laughs> on a few she's, things so that it's downloading while we're podcasting. Okay. It's not really a big deal. Yes. She's if like, you were at my house, that would have crashed our whole she, system. Yes. Driving okay. me nuts, Sue. He can do whatever he wants while we podcast, okay. but I can't download Beyond Belief. <laughs> she was she's listening to a lot of time. Smack him. So. Physical violence is encouraged at Point of View Weekly. At Point of View Weekly. It is. on the podcast. I listened to, I finally got around to actually listening to our uh, Cards Against Humanity podcast, the full version, because I hadn't listened to it since I edited it, edited it, I enjoyed it very much, and um, the Dungeons and Dragons podcast that I listened to actually played it the other day, too, and I, they, it's so much fun to hear people giggling, but it gets really hard because they're laughing so hard you can't understand what the cards say. Mm. Yeah. So there were a couple of them I missed out on, but it was pretty fun. Um, Key says that you just need to use the spray bottle on Ryan. My like spray do bottle doesn't work. doesn't work. I have to like spray it like either. ten times just no before the water comes out. Like it, oh. it's the nozzles not really the working. The noise of it rather um, than water. I was just gonna say. Oh, so going back to Doctor Who for a second. Um, I felt bad because I, you know, it really annoys me when I hear people complaining about like British accents or whatever, and they're like, "Oh, I can't understand that person," and I'm like, "How is it?" British accent difficult to understand. I've never had to understand. But this was the first time I'd ever had difficulty understanding the doctor. And I think it's because he's Scottish and he talks quickly. And I'm like, I'm not catching everything he's saying. Like sometimes I had to rewind it 
like three or four times before I actually got what he said. I have a real and hard that was time the only thing Tennant. that was taking me out of it is that like I had a really tough time knowing everything what he was saying, and I'm like I want to make sure I'm getting it, and I feel like horrible even saying that because it bothers well, me. Well, it's a tough accent it. to get but, that. Um, like because I've never had trouble with just a straight out English or whatever English accent. That's never mm-hmm. been difficult for me to understand. But um, and Amy Pond was pretty easy to understand, and she's Scottish too. But um, I don't know. Thing. There's something about how he's how he says. Dave David Tennant on Broadchurch, I I really struggled with. Yeah, he was a little difficult too. Yeah, Um, but that was my only setback. But I'm, you know, I'm hoping that the more I watch it, it won't be as difficult. You'll get get used to to it. it. Mm -hmm. Because I really liked him. I I like that it's an older doctor, and he's clearly going to be very different. Um, Mm -hmm. He's not. He's going to be more eccentric, I think, and more dark. And he's. Not gonna be the doctor that. Oh well, this doctor will never, will never make me do anything on my own. He'll always be there, right with me. But like he knew she could, you know, he knew Clara could do this, and she did it. Mm-hmm. And um, so I like that he's he's more intense. I think a, a lot more intense. But also in some ways kind of bumbling, which is kind of funny. Um, well, yeah, I mean, part of it is he's still trying to get used to his body, and I mm-hmm. love the scene where he was in the alleyway and that poor homeless man yeah like, that was pretty guy funny. and he's just like look look at these eyebrows and yeah <laughs> yeah I, I could take out ball caps with these things yeah he's like it's a little right until the eyebrows but my problem with the show was i was all confused and i figured out finally why i was all confused because they played them they played it on monday at the movie theater and mm-hmm. i knew that they were doing it at the movie theater on the 25th so I never put together that it was not the date that they were showing right. it, it was the first time. Right. And yeah. so I kept saying, why is it on Saturday? Because oh. Renee's coming home on the 27th, and that's Wednesday, so the 25th should be Monday. And everybody says it's on Saturday. I'm so confused. And then I told Mom I had to be back at Renee's by a certain time because I wanted to be there in time to watch the pre-show. Yeah. And I got there, Which and was it was on. It was really in the middle short. of it. The pre-show was really short. What was the point of having a 10-minute pre-show? Just I don't get it. They wanted to get people in so that they knew they yeah, could but, announce like, it was almost ridiculous because Chris Hardwick, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Chris Hardwick. I love I love Will Wheaton. But the whole right. thing was like, well, I have to rush through this whole thing because I've got five minutes. I'm like, well, why didn't you make it like a half-hour segment? Started I thought they did. That's why we no, missed the first three didn't. episodes. It was like 10, 15 minutes long. April's. It started at 9.15. April's announcing in the chat, and this is kind of cool, is that the homeless man is played by the widower, widower of Elizabeth Slayton. A widower? Aww. Which is oh, very nice. Sad. He played Sarah Jane Smith. Oh, yeah. That's very cool. Uh-huh. The other thing about, which I just find, I don't know, it, it happens almost all the time when the doctor regenerates in front of someone. Like, he regenerated in front of Rose. He went from 9 to mm-hmm. 10. Um, and then now in this instance with, you know, 11 into 12. Um, I always find it funny that, like, these companions watch it happen. They they see the doctor regenerate. It's not like the body disappears and comes back. It just changes. And they're always like, oh, my God, who are you? Like, they have no idea. And I'm like, really? Yeah. Like, well, it's I the same person. You know, like, it... Yeah, but the, everything's changed. It's right. not just the body, it's the it's the whole thing and and I can see that as being tough and I really like the way they played that. But the memories are there. Going, I don't know you. I don't think I'd like you. I, I'm gonna disagree with Danielle and then before. agree with her. The thing is, like I can get how a companion like if if Danielle just suddenly like morphed into like a big fat guy, 
I'd be like, where's my wife? I'm your wife. Change back now. Like, I can, I can kind of like see... that Green Acre song, You Are My Wife. <laughs> yes, I, I, can, I, can, I can see that. But the thing is, is that Clara, as part of what we're not going to spoil Bob on season seven, Clara has intimate knowledge of the, of the doctor's past. And not only that, in the, Chris, in, the, in the 50th anniversary special, she was standing there with three other doctors. Right. Two other so doctors. So she, she should get she at the knows. very least. She get she should be she intimately familiar. She knows that familiar. he changes. It's not like Don like when the when Ten regenerated the first time, Donna was there and she didn't know what was happening. Can we get him some medicine? What's going on? Like that was realistic. You mean Rose? She, no, Donna. When um when he was regenerating, uh Ten regenerated into Ten and he did the thing with his hand. Oh yeah. Up. Okay. Like she didn't know what the hell was happening. Right. And I don't know if um I'm trying to even remember. Well, no, uh, Amy knew what regeneration was, but... But she she didn't see it. Right. Yeah, she didn't see it, but she... Yeah, I think, like, Rose and Claire are the ones that actually saw him change into a completely different doctor. Right, because he was alone. Yeah. Even though he... Right, Tennant was alone when he turned into... Well, depends how you want to play it. He stopped by and met every every single person. The regeneration that wouldn't end. The gas station attendant (laughs) who helped him when he was three. That was just... Oh, my God. That was just... Kind of ridiculous, yeah. but anyway. <laughs> I don't want to go. We know I this. Go. We know this. Well, part of the thing I was so. debating with Jen was that she, like, when you hear her talk about the show, she's like, well, I don't want, like, I don't care about those doctors from, like, 100 years ago. I'm like, 25. Mm. So you mean, like, the original doctors? She's like, it didn't work with an old doctor. That's why well, the show got canceled. I'm like, it lasted no. 25 years. That's not canceled, Jen. <laughs> yeah. It's the it's like the longest running show in history. But That's how could that? she say that based on like what I you know Tom Baker so yeah. incredibly popular old. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing, and I'm like, like I can see like okay if you want to. I, and I wouldn't do this, but if, if she was trying to brush off like one through three, oh, well, no one pays attention to one through three, which isn't true because well, a lot no. of people like one through three. The ones people but didn't like, pay attention okay, to were six so and Tom seven. Okay, so Tom Baker really stood out. You know, right. the long scarf, people still dresses him as, you know, if they you go to Doctor him. Who things, like he's very popular. He's a um, and she's a you can't just brush doctor. that off. You can't. And, and then I'm like, Jen, do you honestly think like people got used to having an, like it, it wasn't weird to have an old doctor in the beginning because he was always an old I doctor. Mean, that that was who the character was. Dalek, Dalek, Dalek. That's like people. Exterminate. That's like people brushing off original Star Trek, saying like only the good, st- only the new stuff is good. Exterminate. Uh. <laughs> Danielle's like, I'm gonna keep absolute talking. crap. When Ryan when Ryan really working. Danielle's over here saying, glaring at me saying why do you care what i'm doing on my computer I'm like because you're downloading podcasts while we're trying to stream I it i can't hear i forgive you i forgive you now yeah, danielle just shut her computer and like hoisted it across the room so that was i'm gonna heave it at the cat yes i have to take like a long drive up to work i'm being sent to work at another store on saturday and it's like an hour away so i wanted to put some beyond belief on my ipod Oh, very nice. Thursday. I forgot to tell you about the commercials that they do that are about coffee. Uh Ryan might really appreciate those. And the very last podcast, it was a weird one though. It was, it wasn't one of their better coffee ones, but they, they, and they actually have their own coffee brand now that they're, they're selling. Really? Yeah. It's pretty funny. And they do one apparently for Patriot cigarettes. Yes. I didn't actually, I didn't listen to it, but I saw it. Yeah, and it's pretty it, funny. There, there's some, you know, some of their stuff is not politically correct, but it's all. Yeah. Well, yeah, but that's okay. And just to it's get, all in good fun. And to get Bob yeah. back into the conversation a little bit too, not even talking about the episode he hasn't had a chance to see yet, but just about the doctors. 
One of the things they like, I like someone in the chat saying that they don't like it when they call Capaldi old, and I've heard people call him elderly. How I mean, old is he? He's not that old. He's fifty-six. Oh my god, that's not old. And here's the thing: it's only six years older than me. No, but the thing I know, is, it's really everyone, not old. <laughs> everyone in different age groups, like you, can be very active at ninety, and you can be sixty and not look a day over eighty-three. Right. William Hartnell was fifty-five. He was a very sick fifty-five. He had a well, lot looked, of medical he issues. He had to leave that. the show because he was having, he had significant medical issues and he had to leave the show. Two comes on, two, like, they had a 40 year old actor play him in, um, oh, what was the movie they just did, the documentary? Um, A Tale of Time and, Sp- no, Time and Space, the one with, yeah. um, Filch played the first doctor. I'm, I'm blanking on the name of it right now. And they had like a 40 year old actor play two. I'm like, what the hell's up with that? So I looked up the guy who played two. He was 42 when he took the role or whatever. So he, they, they just looked, he looked older. older. Oh, who played? Th- oh, I'm horrible. Um, uh, who the hell played three? I should bring this up on my screen here. No, why do I want to say John Cole? Pertwee? Um, totally wrong. Pertwee. When he came on, John Pertwee, when he came on, he had like this big head of, like he had Bill Clinton hair, like, like big white hair. Yeah. So mm-hmm. He, like, he looked like an old man, even though he wasn't. Oh, right. He's Tom Baker three. comes That's on, right. he's middle age. Peter Davidson, Ten's father in law, was the first young doc. Well, you know what it was? And then they kind of progressively got a little bit younger. And then six. Well, was- eight, seven to eight, I think is when it kind of started to get a lot younger. Because eight was younger than eight was younger. seven. Eight no, was I'm sorry. Seven. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, right. It was younger and then than nine, you get Chris Eccleston yeah. and the whole thing starts over. Yeah. And then Tenet and then Matt Smith was the youngest. Yeah, obviously. and seven Looked was a little... Like, you know, actor, yeah. actor-wise. And seven was a, was a little Scottish guy. Yeah. Who, doesn't he play a hobbit in... in Actually, Lord yeah, Rings? I think he does. He's, he's a hobbit. Yeah, he's seven was a Scottish mm-hmm. hobbit. Six was an asshole no one liked, even though the actor was fine. And five was young. So, it, like, you can't... Like, the thing... The doctor I would have been most concerned about, this is the first time I've been watching the show when when the, when the doctor has taken over live and not knowing how it's going to turn out. I would have been most concerned when Smith took over because you have Peter David... Um, Peter Davidson. When you have um, David Tennant, who's mm-hmm. a you know, very popular young doctor, and then we're going to replace him with, an, with another young guy who no one's ever heard of before. It seems like you're just trying to have a young guy play the doctor. Mm-hmm. And he did great in the role, but they were very similar on paper. Well, I, I on paper, but I don't think they were similar as doctors. Not really. Ten and eleven. Yeah. I mean, <sighs> they were young. They were spry. They bounced ten, around. Ten, they ten, ten was very emo. Well, eleven could be emo at times, but way, way less. Way, way less. Well, he was funnier when he was emo. Like I love the line. Like he, yeah. I don't know. He. I think Eleven in the end was way more complex as a doctor. I feel like I think you, yeah. I feel like he managed to play boyish charm and just being silly and giddy while having the constant backdrop of someone who's incredibly old and has seen mm-hmm. a lot of bad things, has seen a lot of people die, and he managed to convey all that at the mm-hmm. all at once. And I never, I don't feel as though David Tennant's doctor. Always did that. I mean, sometimes when he, when he was like thinking back to, you know, things that he's seen and done, it almost was just all, um, sad. And in his, he looked very old and he was, you know, it, I, I never, I don't know. He didn't balance it, I don't think, as well yeah, as Matt Smith. I mean, Smith there's, did. there's certainly differences. Like, I, I too, I love 11 more than 10, but like that wibbly, wobbly, timey, wimey kind of. He was of more like that in the beginning. They both had that though, Smith and, 
They both Because you have to admit, by the time we knew 10 was coming to an end, we were kind of happy about it. We were like, oh, thank God, I can't take more anymore. He's so, he was so, like... Yeah, I mean, I didn't like him at the end. That's true. I mean, I liked him in the 50th. I thought it was great. But yeah. Yeah, it was just when they were writing the character out. You know what the thing is? When he got dark, he got, like, miserable to be Th- Okay, that's what I mean. He Whereas got miserable. 11... 11 never gets miserable. He ne- yeah, yeah, he never gets but, miserable. He never gets so caught up in himself that he doesn't, that he doesn't, you know, relate to other but people. But I would have been nervous, even still, just from a production standpoint, I would have been nervous saying, okay, we get, we're getting rid of the young new doctor who is everyone's favorite. To change this, mm-hmm. we're going to get the phone and we're going to bring on another, a, another young doctor. doctor. No, I understand. Like, at least now but they're was, trying to Yeah, change it. I know, but he was, he was different, I feel like, right from the start. Just with the whole fish fingers and custard thing, it really set him set yeah. him apart. I, I think, but I, I'm hopeful for for Capaldi. I think I want to see because I know they're bringing on another companion. I mm-hmm. want to see the direction they take him in. Yeah, and I know what I love that they're going to be doing about the season is they're doing a thing about why the doctors are who they are and why is. Capaldi old and why was Smith young and why like where do these faces come from mm-hmm. and we saw with um, the eighth doctor when he regenerated into the war doctor he got to choose who he became do they all have that ability right did did Matt Smith in some way create Capaldi like that's I know there's a something within the um, fanon about how the seventh doctor somehow ended the life of the sixth because he was becoming unstable something i don't know but like i mean there's i think it's interesting and i think you can take like very small ideas like that and make huge changes to the character so i'm interested to see where they take that i think that's very cool i feel like moffat's getting every possible idea out before he leaves the show someday he needs to write some more sherlock that's all all i'm saying yeah sherlock sherlock walked away with more emmys than the any Netflix. other show. The Netflix. Than any other show. Mm-hmm. Oh, except Modern Family. Didn't they get no. the 27 Emmys? Well, Sherlock, I believe, won the most. I have to say, when I was trying to figure out who the third Doctor was, I googled third Doctor, and the story at line I got is third Doctor dies from Ebola. Oh. And it took me a second terrible. of reading that to figure out it wasn't that. John Pertwee's actually already dead, but he did not die from Ebola. No. That just was concerning, I felt. So. I want you to know I left my cell phone outside so that it would not ring while we were podcasting. Well, the house phones. I don't have the house phone outside, I'm sorry. That's okay. It's quite all right. So do we want to talk about Sword Hat? Yes, we do, because I have some thoughts. So I was, I actually really, really liked this week's episode. I liked this This week's episode, This was eight, right? Yeah. Episode eight. Yes. I just want to so make sure. This is right. the beginning of the finals. I was like, was oh, this bullet, is a good one. Was it called Bullet of Bullets or was that yeah. like several episodes were called? Then it said thir- no, third. Bu- this is the tournament that they're the in. The tournament is Bullet of Bullets. Bullet of Bullets. Bullet of Bullets, okay. bullet of bullets, three. bullet of bullets three. Third one. Okay. And it's odd, but that's okay. We'll thought about it. Well, just the bullet, the whole bullet of bullets name thing. It's just weird to me. It is kind of a funny name. I saw bullet of bullets. I'm like, I wonder if it lost something in the chat. Well, we could just, we could just call it Bob. (laughs) Yeah. Call it Bob three. Call it Bob three. (laughs) Bob three. Okay. So in this episode of Sword Art Online, uh, basically we got more pregame before the finals. And then the finals finally started uh, with some people killing some people. uh, And uh, what's 
his face showed up. Mm-hmm. Death Gun showed up. That's all that Death really Gun. happened. I know, I know but, but it was, was good. So confused because I, I'm sorry, I have to stand up. I'm sticking to my chair. I was turning it off on during the commercials because I was, I didn't want to watch the commercials. All of a sudden, it was like it was over, and I was like, wait a minute, what do you mean it's over? So I was very confused. Oh, that tends to happen in anime. They always end it like right as it something. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of um, like remember when you used to watch American Idol and they would come back from commercial having about to have told you which person won mm-hmm. and then they talk a little bit more and Ryan Seacrest is about to announce it and then he's like but we're gonna do one more commercial first yeah, yeah. it reminds me of that it's like just start that tournament and right when and then tonight's episode the, number eight which Danielle and I watched tonight is he does he he has the talk with uh Sheenon and then there's some other stuff and then the tournament's about to begin and I actually pulled up the counter in the episode I'm like you better not be over and it was like 10 minutes yeah, left I'm like because I could yeah. see them doing it again exact same thing yeah. I was like oh time for the episode to be over because you know something might actually happen this week <laughs> i know um, the one thing i did like is that she figured out who he was uh or at least like yeah from like he fig- like mm-hmm. he's like you played that game didn't you yeah and he doesn't say it but it's kind of obvious um well and he used the same name how hard is it to go google carito well that was my thing too it's like you're going by the name of like george washington it's like hmm well like okay let's say for, okay just for the fun of it Bob. we're going to do an interactive segment here on point of view weekly we're going to okay. type in the name of my most commonly used character in MMOs, Darkcrest, and let's see what comes up. Yeah, it might not be as easy uh, to. Caden no, Darkcrest. Nothing or to just... do with me. Let's Google Caden Darkcrest. Episode one. Good morning, Pouvoir. Dave, Ga- well, that's because you put the name of my, my character in the side. Of the- iTunes podcasts. Point of view weekly. Ooh, shipment number three. Free shipping, no prescription. Oh. Wow. Okay. Anyway. So Ryan? No, but I, I think, I mean, it's... I can get an apocryphal Bible. Like, think about it this way. Um, so kind of more bringing it back to the whole MMO concept. Like, yeah. I'm currently obsessed with Wildstar. I don't know the names of the best players on my server. I just right. don't. I know the people in my guild, mm-hmm. but I don't know the names of the best players. In, right. You know, except there are actually, there are a couple people I know on the other side because they constantly beat me to death, but that's besides the point. So I, I don't, I mean, it's not like... Kirito is not like super well I think because the, the show's perspective comes through him we know like we think he's a superstar because you know he's overpowered in every way shape or yeah. form and that doesn't necessarily make him famous um, so I think and not to mention the government and he and like it's there's like this huge thing within the, the culture that has been established within SAO is that you don't talk of you don't talk about SA it's like kind of like fight club like, you don't <laughs> talk about real life and, and like it's a huge huge like social faux pas to, to like, talk about it to talk about real mm. life in an MMO in these virtual MMOs and not so much like you know I usually usually talk like a lot about it real lives like with my with my guildmates and stuff but like but in I think in the Japanese culture or the culture that they've created for this M- MMO and this, I'm sorry this anime I am tired um, <laughs> is that you definitely don't talk about it right um, so that's why I don't think that Kirito is you know we expect everyone to know who he is but that's probably not the case I just rambled a lot which is probably to his benefit I mean he oh. probably Yeah, he doesn't want everyone knowing who he is. I mean, but the difference, too, is, like, I get why people in it don't talk about the fact that they're in it. It's kind of like I keep my work life and my podcast life separate. Like, I get that. But when all of these people are trapped in the game, they're dying in the world, and, like, especially since they had to, like, move all of them to hospitals early on Mm -hmm. in Sword Art, like, CNN is still talking about the Malaysian flight that went missing. Like, well, I have to feel yeah. like someone would cover all of these bodies or all of these people in Goma's being moved because of, like, I have to just feel like it would become a thing, even if it 
Well, like, but I don't think I mean, if you have the government, if you have the government trying to hide it, right? Let's say there's government cover up, not not giving hiding his identity. Or, the mm-hmm. only people who knew who saying like who <clears throat> saw Kirito beat the game were the people who were in that raid, right? Yeah, who were okay. still alive. So like the seventeen people, including Kirito uh, and Asuna, Cliff and Asuna. All right, yeah. so Sh- what were we calling her? Shin- Shinon. 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 So Shinon is sitting there with a guy named Kirito who basically is a he was from Sword Art Online, or you know, well, you she can, figures it out. You can figure it she out. Figures, she still wouldn't know. Oh, he's the guy that won, right? Okay, yeah, right. She just knows he's been in it, so he knows. You know, his view of an MMO might be completely different now that you know he was there and it had real consequences. You know, right. um, MMOs. Do you actually kill people when you kill them? Well, then he confessed yeah. to her that time I killed a guy with a sword, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Hmm." Yeah. Before she asks, "Are you the guy from that game?" It's like the guy. You know, I just I randomly stabbed someone at one point. Oh, did you all enjoy the random awkward moment where Kurito flirts? Kurito flirts and jumps up in the air and was like, "Oh, will you root for me?" And there's rainbows everywhere. <laughs> there's like hearts, hilarious. hearts in the background. It was pretty funny. It was funny. He's like, and then she knows, like, whatever. She knows, like, yeah. what are you doing? <laughs> she, she's not impressed with him at all. Of course not. Why? Basically, he lied to her from all the from beginning. from day one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, they'll be in the middle of a monologue, and I'll just be looking up and like Danielle. Can you focus on anything but her crack? No. Because of the shorts that the her shorts character are too wears. Short. The, yeah. Um and then at one point like Krito reached over to grab her. I'm like, I think he's grabbing the crack. Well no, he grabbed like one of the tails from her he grabbed outfit. Her tail. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Um yeah. So then But wait, so you know what confused me was how did how did he determine that Death Gun had to be one of those three players that he like how did he deduce that? Like, obviously, he knew he wasn't going by Death Gun, because there's a character, there's no character called Death Gun, like, showing up on the, on the player list. But how did he figure out it was down to those three? Well, That's because what I was... he asked her who the new people were, because it had to be somebody that it was coming out of the other game, right? And well, yeah, but he'd been in. The, I thought he'd much, been in how Bullet much of Bullets. Time has passed. Years. Oh, okay. Sorry. But hadn't he? I thought there was a line about um, Death Gun having been in the previous Bullet of Bullet competitions. No, I'm. I'm not sure. Okay. I'm, okay. I, I am playing. I don't want to say anything in case if I accidentally spoil. Right. No, that's fine. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. Basically, from what I remember from the episode is that he basically is looking for people who aren't aren't well-known people within the right. Yeah, he figures Death Gun doesn't want to necessarily be noticed, so he'll keep his stats like hidden or or not great or whatever. Um. Yeah. But he's got that crazy weapon. Like Shinon's impressed with the weapon that he's carrying, so he must Mm. be pretty damn good. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure. I think <laughs> the next couple of episodes will be interesting. Yeah. That's all I can say. Yeah. Um, we're finally getting into the climax of the arc. Um, so I, I feel much stronger. I feel stronger, like, about the series now than I did a couple like or so ago. Like, you know, we were basically talking about how, you know, I was just kind of getting bored with it. Well, it was um, it was just moving so slow. It was moving yeah. very slow. It's going to start moving faster. So it's going to pick up in speed. So that yeah. that's good. Ten bucks if you can figure out what Danielle's doing in the background as Bob is talking. And it's also, like, I don't know, it's also been difficult because I've been watching another M- another trapped in an MMORPG anime <clears throat> called uh, Log Horizon. I think I made it. And it is just so much 
I don't want to say better. It's just it's different. It's better, but it's but it's also different. Like because in that one, it's not because everyone's like here. I was reading, listening to a review for the other one, Log Horizon, and it, it, it basically was a slam against Sword Art about like the original Sword Art series, and it was like they're talking about wait a minute. So you have people who play these MMO games. Who, which MMOs are widely documented to be extremely addicting. Mm-hmm. Extremely. Mm-hmm. People play these games for hours and hours and hours on end. And they're just laying down, like, on a bed while they're well, playing yeah, like, them. You know, I, I come home at midnight and I don't go to bed until 4 o'clock in the morning because I'm sitting there playing a Wild Star. I've been doing that a lot lately, not going to lie. I need more sleep. Mm. Anyway, but, like, so you have these people obsessed with these games. And then all of a sudden they get, they get trapped in one of these games. What is the first thing they want to do? Escape? No, they want to play. I, I don't know. Like that's that's the thing that kind of it's kind of funny. It's like, wait a minute. So you're telling me I'm trapped in this thing that I already spend all my time in anyway, and I love and obsessed with, but now I want out because I'm yeah. trapped. I don't know. Point that was that was made. But, I mean, granted, I guess within Sao you can die, but mm-hmm. right. That was kind of moving back probably a season ago. Sorry, <laughs> uh, but I just wanted to bring it up. But I don't know. I mean, what did so, you get? I mean, did, is Ryan away from the, the computer? He's right here. I had to throw the, the, the Chuck is being just really obnoxious, and we're trying to just not let him make Well, Danielle's doing the thing where she's like, she's like, I will stop him by snapping my fingers. I'm like, this. Okay, yeah, I doubt they heard me snap. Yeah, well, the whole crash, bang, slam the door thing was, that was loud. Too. I didn't hear the yeah. snapping of fingers. See? But I, was like, I wasn't snapping it the into cr- the microphone. What was the crash and bang? What was the you, crash well, you and picked bang? him up, There's threw him on the floor, and then... Was it? The last few minutes. Well, he landed on his feet. Yeah, he keeps... He's being bad. Well, I was even saying tonight watching this, I'm like, could you imagine if this was a thing and we could just hang out with, like, Sue and Bob? I know, in a virtual. In a virtual. I don't think we would choose Gale Gun online. Likely not. No. But I'm like, that... We'd like, probably hit, like... Fairy either. No, we'd probably hit, like, the Star Wars canteen. I, li- I like the guys ragging off on each other. Oh, just go play AOL. ALO. Yeah, that was pretty yeah. good. Go play that <laughs> damn fairy game. <laughs> Sounds like something an MMO player would yeah. Um, No, like we were doing the Oculus Rift uh, slash, uh, what's it called, Oasis thing. No, we could definitely mm-hmm. be hanging out. No. Like in, uh, what's it called? We'd be hanging out in the basement. Or, right? no, 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 the basement. Oh, yeah. Or like we were doing, we'd be hanging out in the Moss Isaac Cantina. Yes, or that's what I said. The, uh, what's the name of the bar in the Enterprise? Ten, Ten forward. forward. Ten forward. With Guinan. Hanging out with Guinan. I got to go there. Okay, so I got I got a random question for you, just for the fun okay. of it. Then. Okay. If, if you could kind of stretch out the, what we have left before the time ends. If you, like, using the whole Oculus Rifts, or not Oculus, I keep on saying Oculus Rift, I mean uh, the Oasis. Like, which area would you, like, like pick to hang out and, ho- like, have the show take place in, oh. based off of what Sue said? Or I'm sorry, what Danielle and Ryan were saying, like, if we could hang out anywhere and record the show, where would you want to record the show? Like, from? anywhere in fandom? I guess besides, it, yeah. besides the uh, Leaky Cauldron? No, I'd prefer the three broomsticks. Uh-huh. I think I'd probably honestly go with like Rivendell because it's so like peaceful and serene and beautiful that I feel like it would just be totally relaxing. Yeah, it'd be hard to do it in a bar or something like that because there'd just be way too much noise. Well, I'm just thinking... Well, I, we did spellcast inside the Three Broomsticks for years and we never had a problem. Oh, you know, well, well. You yeah. were magical. <laughs> I know on Star Trek, the, the noise of the ship in the background, they use an air conditioner and all I could picture is we'd be like, can we turn that off? <laughs> it's like it's interfering with the sound. <laughs> 
That's what I'm saying. Rivendell. Peaceful. Little, fairy, peaceful. little fairies there's, in the background. There's no fairies in no fairies Rivendell. In no. Not like no. loud hobbits or Fully something. grown elves. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like eagles or something. No. I, I would probably do like 10 forward and just deal with the sound. Yeah, 10 forward could be fun. Um, we could do it in the room of requirement. Ooh, good choice. No, because crab burning would probably be too loud. Well, we could no, do but we'd be in a different room. That's we, true, we'd sure. find a different room for him. Mm. Not like the Bajikawawa one from every fic we've ever read. You probably don't want that. Mm. Yeah, like the, what was Ooh, it? Oh, I know. Used to call oh, it wait. The mm. Fang Hallway, the, the, what was it? Wasn't there a fic where Harry and Hermione were getting it on in, in Fang's oh, old Jesus. room? And it's like, seriously, yeah, that's, that's the... the one. And, and Mike used to call it, he called it some weird thing. That sounds like Mike. Okay, why would so, you want to get it on in a room with, they used to hold a giant slobbery dog? Well, it's the, it's what Renner always says when they use the, um, the, the, um, the broom cupboards. It's like, why would you want to be getting it on with like, Buckets of magical ammonia in the background. Like and, like, spiders. You know there's going to be spiders in there. Just want to get any port in the I was thinking I for a minute Hagrid's hut, but Fang, but Fang would have to be outside. No, you don't want to do it in Hagrid's yeah, hut. Yeah, there'd be some I, I, weird... I just want to take this be moment. some weird shit in there. Ooh. I just want to take this moment to say okay. that we are talking about where would be the best place to have sex <laughs> at Hogwarts. Oh, no, 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 no. I was thinking back to the podcast thing. Oh, like, I thought you were... Uh, no, like... the host chat. No, like, where a podcast if we all got together that was singing Hagrid's Hut. Yeah. You thought I wanted to podcast from a broom cupboard? The fl- yeah, the fluffy no, I knew you were talking about that. I was going back to the topic we were actually talking oh, yeah, about. Yeah, back yeah, on track. A flag I, or something. I was yeah. trying to get us back. Sorry. I should have specified. I'm like, Ugh. And then I pictured like trying to podcast around Hagrid's oversized table and it might not work. We yeah, can't do it. think of the thick word they were talking about his oversized toilet. Yeah, that gets really gross. Yeah. So never mind. I, actually, I still have no idea where the toilet would be. But like, I mean, although I will say did this, you read what I sent in the host chat. This is actually amusing. Chuck is throwing himself at the door. But I will say this though, actually, from having gone to um, the Harry Potter studio tour in London, that mm. the set for the Gryffindor common room is amazing, mm. and like, I really wanted to just crawl over the barrier and just hang out in there. So that would probably be the best pick. No, for having for sex. Pod- Podcasting because there's a nice big fire. There's a big fireplace and there's comfy, squishy chairs and there's beautiful tapestries on the wall and it's just really nice and inviting and it's like a place you don't want to leave. It sounds like she's selling. She's selling it for both. The only thing that could have been awkward in this conversation is if we thought she was talking about sex and she was talking about podcasting and she's like, you know, we could do it in Hagrid's hut. Hagrid could even be there. (laughs) Like that's when the the conversation. (laughs) Disgusting. Could have gone well because you're talking about podcasting. He could have been this. Hagrid could be our special guest. Mm-hmm. Like, that could have been mm-hmm. very awkward, depending on how that went. And so can Fang. Gross. Okay. Right. Anyway. So, now that that awkward conversation <laughs> is over with. Thanks, oh, Thanks we- Bob. Oh, wait. How's that my fault? <laughs> you started the whole conversation. <laughs> I started the conversation, but whatever. I didn't bring sex into it. I That's know. all I'm going to say. I know. Who did? I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> it just... Appeared. Anyway, <laughs> so is there anything else we need to talk about before we kind of get into like random stuff? Well, we want to talk about the auras. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the auras are going to more than likely happen sometime next week. Uh, yes, the se- season two will be, or I'm sorry, chapter two will be starting. Uh, is it? We decide on Tuesday, right? Yeah, yeah. Gonna, I think so. Next Tuesday. So we're gonna we're gonna see what happens next with our our our, our ever favorite uh, band of crime fighting uh, wizards and witches. We had a mm. meeting with. 
Jen. Now, as you remember, uh, Jen's character Jade was not in the last episode of season one or chapter one, so she won't be in the first um, episode of chapter two because we're going to get to a point where her character joins in. And we were discussing with her: do we want to just bring you back in as soon as possible, or do you want to do your own plot on the side and then we'll reintegrate you later? And we're thinking about this, and we're like, the only downside to that is at our current rate, you might not be back for three years because it takes us like an entire episode to open a door. This is very. Uh, we are so, very slow. Hopefully, hopefully, we'll be better. Uh, my goal is to have the Aurors beta out in the next week or so. I'm not sure and, how I feel about this. And I will let you listen to it first. I've cut a bunch out. Oh, that's um, good. That's really good. Because <laughs> did you cut I out all the part where I talk crap on all of you? <gasps> that would be good. <laughs> yeah. Well, I left in one small part where you talk crap about us, but it was it was okay because it wasn't too much. You were like, guys, my group of ours suck. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, the, yeah. the, the the beta team that was the that was the beta for chapter one, correct? Yeah, I took yeah. out the part where you said, "Yeah, I knew you'd be much better than those other people." <laughs> well, with 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 all due respect, um, they all the, had gamed before. They're all they RPGers. What they were doing. And what the funny thing is is that, and Sue mentioned this before, told me this in a private chat um, about how how different the three broomstick scene is between the two groups. Mainly just because of the experience of the role players mm-hmm. involved, um, and how so, <laughs> you guys really had no clue. It's just well, like, yeah, I've never played a, anything yeah. like that before. I know. Yeah, it and it's been that beneficial. But and the but, thing is that I have to say too is that like I know we watched, um, you know, mm-hmm. in kind of somewhat in preparation of for this, we watched like Will Wheaton tabletop with, um, you know, watch them play Dungeons and Dragons. But the thing mm-hmm. is, like, watching it is completely different than actually trying to play it and like unless you play over and over and you kind of get it like then i don't know i'm just sort of like i guess i'll do that like i have no idea <laughs> what i'm doing but it's fun to learn even though it takes a long yeah, time it is like in a lot yeah. of it a lot of the role-playing aspect of it is just improv right just like having an understanding of a solid understanding of the base of who your character is like for example um it was interesting like i don't want to spoil the beta podcast but uh who had the kids, Sue? I forget. Yeah. Uh, so, well, so char- but I'm trying to remember yeah. what her name Kat's is. Char- it starts with Kat's an char- M. It's like talking about her family and her mm-hmm. kids. And then, like, one of the other, one of the other, uh, ors asked about her kids and, like, what her kids are up to. And, like, on the fly, she, like, comes up, like, what's her, what her kids are doing. And it was right. just, like, it, it, it was really, it was fun and- to be a part of and listen to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she, yeah, she knew what to, it's like, we're really good at sitting and shooting the breeze when we're all sitting together and podcasting. Mm-hmm. We do this really well. But when we're asked to do that in the three broomsticks as orers, we all went, yeah. uh, Jen lost her pants and we didn't <laughs> know how to do it. Right. So it's yeah. kind of neat to listen to people that, that have done it before and go, oh, we could have just talked like real people. Well, the thing, Duh, that I, makes sense. The thing I love about how Jen does is Jen has this thing and it extends to every area of her life where she's doing it her own way. And it's like when you go to a different place, like if you go to Italy, you try and adapt. 
and you try, you know, what are the local customs, you know, if I, if I, you know, use this gesture that I usually make, am I going to like be pissing people off, you know, whatever. She comes here to, to New England and she just acts like she's in Texas. Like she's like in like, you know, the, the Texas embassy and she's walking around and she's calling in drink orders ahead, which no one ever does. And she's just doing it her own way. So it's like, you can't sit her down and be like, okay, this is how you do, you know, an RPG. She's like, no, I'll do it my own way. Thank you. And she sits down and Wait, she's taking her pants she off. actually played? I thought she actually she's watched she the played. most experience. Yeah. She has the most experience, but I think even still, she's going to sit down and she's going to be like, she's going to be like, oh, hey, Harry, and she's taking her pants off in the middle of the three broomsticks because she feels like taking her pants, and that's just yeah. what she's going to do. Like, I, I love that because it's just completely unfiltered. She's just going to go wherever she's right. going to go. Yeah, exactly. But it's it's nice to know, like, oh, we could have just talked like real people instead of going, uh, yeah, I'm doing the prostitution polyjuice. I don't remember the word. <laughs> thing yeah I wrote it down as i was dry you know yeah it didn't so yeah. we we can definitely get better but it's so much fun that i have to feel matters. though that like 80 percent of the audience comes in to see how we're gonna screw it up mm-hmm. I, you know to be honest with you i i, I agree with that um <laughs> bob I, says to be honest with you that's why i come <laughs> <laughs> that's why i show up no um and i always like i try to like and you'll see this more with season two um or chapter two mm-hmm. is i usually try to play to your guys's character's strengths yep. or put you in situations where we're going to get the best I'm going to get the best interaction with you guys because or the most entertaining one yeah. mainly because <laughs> this is this show while we do do it for fun we do it for fun yeah. and then playing the game seriously there has to be an element of entertainment otherwise the yeah. listeners would probably be bored out of well I, I right. just I think it's we'll get better and you'll look back at season one and hopefully at some point and see that is like we got better at podcasting we get better at everything you know we, I think we have to but like I love I think it's like the second or third episode um, of the Aurors where um, the, we're in two different groups and I think Jen and I are down by the pier and and I think it, no Sue and I are down by a pier and Jen and Danielle are chasing a guy and all of a sudden Danielle's stuck in a dumpster and like I fell on my face and Jen and I set the, the dumpster pe- Jen and I set the mm-hmm. pier on fire remember that yeah, and then like that. we're trying that's to like, that's that's you did Ryan, yeah we so did technically it was Jade and Nigel let's yes. just clarify that and all I remember is it was it was Nigel's idea to like bring Ollivander down to check the wands to see if he could remember who he sold it to something like, what is you people in that end <laughs> just remember <laughs> it's like we're it's like we're uh, J- yeah Jade and Elizabeth make it back and Jane's like, why is the pier on fire? And Elizabeth's like, why is Ollivander here? He's here in like his bathrobe. <laughs> Look at the water. It's like, screw that. I don't know what it is with the, the like, I, I don't want to spoil anything, but like, it had not, like, there's a situation in chapter two that has nothing to do with Ollivander. And one of my players was like, let's go get Ollivander. <laughs> and I was like, what the hell is up with Ollivander? Ollivander cannot help you here. And he's so an omnipotent source. He knows character. who he knows who everyone's wants. I know. And the funny thing was, is like that he did his best to offend Ollivander. Oh no, it, it, his character was basically a troll in himself. <laughs> I just remember um, that part of the storyline became we have to finish this before the fire department gets here. <laughs> I just think it's, you know, at some point one of our characters has to manage in McGonagall's awesome line from the movies: "To hell with Barty and his rules." We're gonna be like, "To hell with." Bob! <laughs> 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 
No, I remember you were chasing the muggle kid or whatever, and at one point it was taking you so long to catch him. I'm like, just shoot him and put him out of his misery. He's been running for seven miles. (laughs) Yeah, I know that's one of my fault. As we're attempting to, you know, clean up the pier. Daniel's like trying to get in touch with his childhood using spells. Oh, yeah, so no, I'm looking. I'm seriously looking forward to. It. But yeah, so next week episode, guys, is going to be an all oars <laughs> episode. So if the oars isn't your thing, and for shame if that is the case, uh, that's all we're doing next week. So yes. can I just ask a question? In, in our previously one, the last episode that we did when we're fighting, we were fighting a werewolf in a mm-hmm. in a in a, in a, in a study. And we have to. We have to. What did we do? At some point, what Abby. was this? What was the stupid thing that we did? Like we tried to like hit it. With with something stupid or we had like the most ridiculous idea to try and stop the werewolf does anyone would remember be, would that be didn't Jen someone try to ring? summon like silver in the room and then like yeah jen hit it with her earrings into putting the dead body up i hit uh, what did i do i hit it with you, the dead body levitated a dead corpse <laughs> oh my you god and, between you and, <laughs> and the werewolf and the werewolf just whacked it away and just clawed your face <laughs> And Jen's hitting it with her earrings. Oh my no, Jen God. wasn't there for that one. Was she? No, Jen was. Like, yeah, she's she like, was. I mysteriously come up with a silver earring. I was like, that's total bullshit, Jen. <laughs> so bullshit. I should so call you on this. But no, I'll be nice. And then, like, well, I- clearly we should have all become unregistered animagus and then animagi, whatever. And then we could have just taken on the werewolf in our animal form. Or then there's Ryan who mysteriously learned how to uh, do... Uh, our celestial ends. <laughs> yeah, like, all of a sudden he's magically become legitimate like, I'm like a Vulcan mind meld with the game it's like wait what you have to write this crap down I'm a horrible DM for letting you get away with this Vulcan mind meld dude I, I, I did say that I was an animagus no that's true before, well so. but you're an alpaca I am an alpaca I'm not sure an alpaca versus a werewolf by itself I absolutely love the fact that Bob would not attack me in, his, in the werewolf form because I was an alpaca because he didn't know what to do with me although you could just- Hysterical. That's true. You there, could you could spit in the that, werewolf's though. eye, blind it. Basically, uh, basically um, not to be all technical and stuff, but uh, Elizabeth had more aggro, if you will, because mm-hmm. she had done the most damage to him. So he's like, "Get out of my way, you stupid animal! I'm going to go kill this thing." This go kill person. This thing. Um, yeah. Just, just uh, to acknowledge the chat, yes, keys. Uh, the orders <laughs> episodes are fun because yes, this is not supposed to how it's supposed to happen. The fun thing about being a dungeon master or a game master is like coming up with an idea of what like roughly how it's supposed to go and then watching your players botch it up if you mm-hmm. like if you, if you dm or gm with the intent that things are going to go according to plan then you're, you're in insane. trouble you're insane no it's literally, it's literally it's, you're insane because there's no way that they're going to like it's funny like comparatively like taking the um the alpha team like the team that first played the game like they were like armed to the teeth and then instead you guys like did the whole um thing with uh like the polyjuice potion and tried to be somewhat sneaky about it and granted it all fell apart and you had to go blow up stuff anyway the beta, the alpha team was like let's just go to the front door and knock on the door mm-hmm. and, I was like, and then they just blew the hole in the wall yeah and then they just yeah well they're, they're, yeah then there's just so many like things of just like it's teams do it's fun to watch how th- people do things differently well you know what it is bob i think like it's also too like we might be reading too much into how you preface the situation you'll be like well it's heavily guarded and we're like oh that clearly means we need to sneak around the back like we don't know we can just go in the front door <laughs> well yeah like, like, 
worst time ever like because it's like it's like how much do i tell you and how much i love i know i know and Mm -hmm. like the funny part was is like when like you guys were stuck like after you had beaten um it was before the ripper fight it was like after you after ryan had killed the pimp like like what do we do with this key and then it's just like come on guys we talked about the office key we talked about an office put it together in fairness to us that was probably seven months ago like chapter two that's true and that's the part bob um when I, when I said I'd beta the and I'd take out the part where you said bad things about me and you went I didn't say anything bad about you that's the part where you were giving me a bad time because I was cool. like because you're like it's a trap door Sue don't touch it oh and she yeah. picked up the curse yeah actually the, so, the curse in its original right. form was far nastier like it would have killed you like but then I was like I don't want to kill off Sue in the first chapter Aww. So thank you you're welcome it's like Arthur Weasley be. getting a reprieve yeah basically yeah. well no it will be helpful for us in just to switch gears for a second um i got addicted to a new show this summer danielle has actually just watched it with me in the last week if you're looking for something to watch the last ship on tnt awesome yeah, show if you're a star trek fan if you're a sci-fi fan if you're a Battlestar galactica fan if you're an action fan if you're a navy fan whatever you, you will love this show it's got that type of plot line where you can have like 300 bad guys and two of our guys and like we're having a firefight and like we're shooting all of them and they keep missing us in every single shot mm. it would be nice to know with yours if that's the Russians would be better yeah shot yeah that, like that was like we're yeah. watching it last night and like wow you know we just killed 40 of them and they still haven't hit us even though we're standing up and there's nothing like that would be nice to know for the oars oh. if like when it's a heavily armed brothel or if you're just a fan of adam baldwin <laughs> you are if you're a fan of um Ryan, yes bob has already said that he has no qualms killing us off. I, I I have heard. I think I, he's gonna I, because we, you know, he's he's, he already those. said he's planning our untimely demise. Our untimely well, demise. Well, that was like because you didn't know what month it was. That's because he so was confused and skipped over the month he, of September. You forgot September, Bob. You <laughs> skipped directly from August to October. Yeah, yeah. That was like, so funny. I was like, but Bob, that's a month from now. <laughs> I didn't put two, two together. Um, it was just funny. No, but what I will say though, like I pulled punch some punches, mm-hmm. um, and because it was more about teaching you guys is about having fun yeah it's still very much the case it's just now i'm no longer gonna pull punches like if you you take a dauber to the face your character dies i i heard him pull a punch the other day and i was like "Ooh, he's being bob well you could tell he was pulling punches because we just wanted to end season one and it's like i rolled a two yep that'll work yeah (laughs) yeah exactly we're all dead we can't understand you, Ryan. I, I don't know how to fix that, Sue. I know. How but about now? Totally it's okay. I understand what you're saying. But that's okay. All right. Um, there was like two things I wanted to mention. Uh, Mario Kart. They finally, for the first time ever, are adding Link to Mario Kart <gasps> DLC. Um, that's going to happen sometime next year, along with the Animal Crossing people. So I'm excited. More Mario Kart. Yay. More Mario Kart. I want to play Mario Kart with you, Ryan, but we can't anymore because the... They uh, took it off. Yeah, they took it off. Unless what? You get a, unless, it, unless you get a Wii U. Aw. No, we are having some californians come to um to visit with us in january you could just like hop on the plane you could could you could crawl in a suitcase you could that that that, that's like two of my least favorite things in the world flying and spending lots of money I hate flying. Like he, with a passion. Could, he couldn't, he, he couldn't even drive to Portland. He couldn't. Danielle was very upset with that. Danielle the other day was like <laughs> reading the thing where Bob is like, "We're trying to arrange the oars," and Bob is like, "If I need to take a day off from work, I'll do it." She's like, "What the fuck was Bobo then when we came to Portland?" <laughs> I can't hear a word you're saying, so that's okay. Yeah, it's okay. 
can you hear me, Bob? Barely. Okay. I was no. going to say, I could explain it to you, but yeah. Oh, well. uh, according to the chat, the live, the live stream has stopped. Oh, no. Oh, well. So, it's actually time it's, anyway. It's so. time anyway. It's, it sounds great on our end. This whole thing well, that's sounds good. fantastic. That's all that, yeah, that's that's all all that counts. Matters. So, all right. So, Do you remember what the other thing was, Bob? Mario no. Kart? Oh. What was the other? And, oh, yes. You know what this weekend is? What is this weekend? It's PAX Prime. You know what that means? Is it no. PAX Prime? That means that we should... Oh, crap. I, have they been doing podcasts to lead up to it? I'm not sure, but that means there's going to, to be another... Uh, what's it called? There will be another... Other Dungeons uh, and Dragons Acquisitions yeah. Incorporated, Incorporated Dungeons and Dragons with Chris, whose name last name escapes me at the moment. Oh, who is it? Who is it this year? Isn't the Dungeon Master? Isn't his name Chris? Oh, um, Chris Perkins. Yes, Perkins. Yeah, I yeah. love Chris Perkins. Yeah, I was. I that'd be like like Death Wish kind of like <laughs> or like on Deathbed Wish kind of thing. Like play a game of Dungeons and Dragons with him as the DM. That's like like that'd be like a lifelong dream because he's he's yes. super good what he does. But anyway, so that's I just want to say for those of you who like listening because those usually are done live uh you can stream, watch them streaming so oh really but i did again, not know that yeah um but then also at the same time that i was kind of wanting to help tell people that as you know it was live but we're not live anymore so that's kind of awkward we're, we're actually we're, we're, we're yeah we're it's back, back. It's, oh, it's back okay yes good. we're good oh wait no someone yeah. said it stopped again oh well okay so anything else that's no it. i think that's it all right well then in that yeah. case let's bring this episode of point of view weekly to a close thank you for everyone in the live chat who's been listening listening uh, we appreciate you joining us on the Ustream and in the Skype chat and for those of you who are listening to us in the recording on iTunes or wherever you download it thank you for listening until next time this has been us all of us here at the Point of View Weekly Studios in Fargo North Dakota uh oh wait I forgot to say our names crap oh! <laughs> Ryan Danielle two <laughs> good and we'll catch you guys next week on Tuesday for the return of the oars until then good night see you next Bye. Tuesday read it in real time when it wouldn't make sense and been funny. That's <laughs> a lot of lubrication. I said three times, go read the host chat. You're oh, like, no, I don't want to do that. Know. That was why you did it in Fluffy's Corridor. It made sense, really. It did. <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh, uh, <laughs> that was the reaction I expected and then uh, nobody said anything. And I'm like, they didn't go read it. I know they didn't. I need to go take a shower now. I need to go take a shower now. That's disturbing.